Hey guys, hope 2021 is off to a great start for you. It has been a busy one around here, and today I am sharing a conversation that I had just the other day with my dear friends Kate Thompson and Posey Quarterman, who, in addition to being amazing photographers and educators themselves, are also the two women with whom I founded The Family Narrative. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about our own personal goals for 2021 and what we are doing to sort of set the... Um, wheels in motion to get those going. And then we're also going to be talking about the goal that we are jointly working on, which is hosting the very first virtual family narrative. We're calling it TFN Homeschooled here just in a few weeks. It is going to be starting on February 6th. So lots of fun things to talk about today. I also wanted to make sure before I signed off and let you listen to that conversation that you have gone to thiscan'tbethathard.com slash bootcamp to sign up for the five-day business bootcamp that I retooled from last year and have re-released. That is only going to be available this month. It's totally free. There's a ton of great content there. And so if you are looking for a way to kind of organize your thoughts about how to plan for 2021, I highly recommend that you go grab your free copy of that. Again, it's at thiscan'tbethathard.com slash bootcamp. And along with that, I will post the link to the family narrative if you're interested in finding out more about that, all in the show notes. So in the meantime, I will I will be quiet and, <laughs> and let you get to today's conversation. Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. My name is Anami Tonkin, and I help photographers run profitable, sustainable businesses that they love. Each week on the podcast, I cover simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use to earn more money in a more sustainable way. Running a photography business doesn't have to be that hard. You can do it, and I can show you how. Hey guys, happy January. How you doing? Hello. <laughs> I say that as though we don't talk all the time, but you know, I'm excited to get to chat with you today. Thanks for coming on with me. Yeah, that was fun. It's fun. I wanted to bring you on here at the beginning of the year because I feel like, as my two closest photography friends, I feel like every year we spend some time talking about what we're going to do, like what our goals are, both individually and then of course since we started the family narrative like what's the year for the family narrative gonna look like and all that but but I figured that perhaps this would be a fun conversation to have and kind of share with the with the podcast audience too so thanks for agreeing to do that how's everybody doing what are you guys up to these days oh everybody's like up to surviving <laughs> <laughs> what did you say Posey surviving yeah that's a full-time job yeah, that's what we're doing right now. We're all surviving a pandemic. That's right. For sure. Well, I, my coping mechanism in the last couple of weeks has definitely been just working a ton, which I didn't really feel like doing much through the end of last year, but definitely in the last few weeks of just wanting to monitor my my news intake. Yeah. Be conscious about that. Yeah, yeah. that whole, I feel like since the capital thing that's all I've been is consuming news and I've been on a constant loop I 
when I, I try not to do too many like New Year's resolution type things, I try and pick one small more like a habit that I want to take on or get rid of. And my thing this year is not looking at my phone first thing when I wake up. Oh, that's so smart. Because I just feel like I would dive into this like news tunnel. And especially now that I don't have to get up to take my kids to school or whatever, I will just lie there in bed doom scrolling. And that's such a bad way to start the day. It is. But on the flip side, I've also discovered NPR Now, which is a podcast that gets released every hour. Yeah. (laughs) That's just like a five minute recap of the news. And so, yeah. So, you know, you, you win some, you lose some. It's been. (laughs) What? So do you have a new morning routine? It's not so much a new morning routine. I have, my thing is before I start consuming anything, either in my email or anything else, I want to get up, get my body out of bed, go downstairs, get my coffee, ritual made whatever and then I usually I do I'm usually the first one up in my house and I have a very routine like I empty the dishwasher and make coffee and then while I'm drinking my coffee instead of doing news and email I am doing I'm trying to read so I told you I'm I just started that new Donald Miller book what's it called business made simple but yeah just trying to set my day off in a different direction than it had been. What about you guys? I don't I do, do go ahead, Bozzy. I don't do resolutions is all I was gonna say. But I always like this time of year for just reflecting on like the past year and sort of culling through my work and updating my portfolio and that kind of stuff. You know, I like to look at all my sessions, remind myself that I'm not a failure because this time of year, I always feel like I don't get any work in January or February, usually in Portland. And so I use that time to focus on the back end stuff and TFO, of course. What about you, Kate? I've been doing a major organization of my time and My sister, Anna, and I, we run a little design business branding and design firm called Palindrome Creative Company, and we sort of made a promise to each other at the start of this year that we would not do anything client-related on Wednesdays and not do any work related to clients on Wednesdays. So we're reserving that for, like self-care or business self-care, like watching courses that we've purchased or, you know, anything we might enjoy doing around our businesses that doesn't involve servicing somebody else. Mm -hmm. And that's been really great. And it's worked out. I mean, it's only a couple of weeks into the year, but so far it's amazing having this buffer in the middle of the week, just breaking sort of the routine a little bit. And both of us are very introverted and get anxious when we have to do like too many zoom calls or phone calls. And so guaranteeing that there's a day in the middle of the week where we don't do any of that just makes the rest of it so much more doable. Do you check Um, your email on that day? I don't. I mean, I, I go into my email if I need to like access something, but I like turn off all notifications and I don't respond to any client emails. I just kind of leave it be. 
for that day. Yeah. So I'm just sort of allowing Wednesdays to look however they need to, but I just, I don't schedule shoots. I don't schedule phone calls. Like clients don't hear from me. It's really nice. Great. And I've tried to just, I'd love to get to the point where I can sort of block allocate time for specific tasks. But I think we had this conversation before the three of us. It's really hard when you're someone who likes to sort of ebb and flow depending on what you feel to really say, oh, every Tuesday morning, I'm going to spend three hours writing newsletters. Mm -hmm. You know, that those sort of moods come to me so randomly in a way, Mm -hmm. but it's hard. I mean, I would love to get to the point where I can allocate certain days for, you know, writing or planning or, you know, whatever, but just kind of playing around with that. So having these Wednesdays has been a really good start. Yeah. I think that it is probably that's smart to do it in a way where you're like creating the space and then allowing flexibility in the space, but keeping parameters on it. Like it will not be client focused stuff because same thing with me. I don't have a, this is my new morning routine, but I'm not doing, you know, it's, but if I don't turn on my phone or open my laptop until these other things are done, then for sure I will have 30 minutes of, you know, headspace before other things start to clutter it up. Totally. I mean, I've, I've kind of been doing what you're doing and it's, I don't allow myself to open my laptop until after I've gotten some exercise in the morning, you know, either just a quick walk or a run or whatever and and like coffee and a good meal. And then I sit down and tackle things instead of just opening up and then like the notifications start flowing. And then before you know it, you're like completely derailed from what you set out to do. Totally. Another thing I've been doing is like block scheduling client calls because it's such a mode for me to, to tap into that. I just, even though it's completely exhausting, I like to kind of knock them all out in one morning or one afternoon or several afternoons or whatever. But if I have just one call on a day for me, that completely kind of like taints the rest of the day because I'm only thinking about that one thing I have to or that one hour where I'm going to have to be really on. Yeah. It's easier for me to just know that it's an on day and then I have an off day. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's my control freakness. That's good. Coming out for you. <laughs> Posey, you were talking about going through your work from the past year and sort of updating your portfolio. Do you, do you, or actually do either of you guys do any sort of, I feel like I always see other photographers who either, I mean, blogs are less common these days, but either yeah. do, you know, best of year in best retrospect. Of. I used to do that every year. And then I like let my blog die, I don't know, three or four years ago. And so I had stopped but I think it was last year I, I did one because I realized like the value I got out of doing that. It wasn't for, it felt silly to create a blog post for the first time in two years, but I love, I, I love that the, the calling through and picking my favorite images from the year for myself. And then I just find it's, helpful for me I find I get in a real funk at the beginning of the year I live in the Pacific Northwest it's usually very gray and rainy and I don't have work on the books usually unless it's like a newborn session which I don't even have this year because of COVID so I just have I have always used that time to remind myself that I don't suck 
<laughs> by going through all of my photos and calling out the best. And then I make a folder, even if I don't do a blog post, which like I said, I did do one last year. I make a folder of the best of, and I use those for social media all year. So I always have that like just best of 19, best of 20 on my desktop. And, and I also update my portfolio on my website. I have an idea of how you could repurpose that. That's not a blog. And you can take this for what it's worth, given how horrible I am at Instagram stories. But what if you were to do like a big couple of days or a few days worth of Instagram stories where you're sharing those pictures and maybe a little mini, you know, blurb about that shoot or why you love that photo. And then you put them all into one of those, whatever they're called, folders. Highlights. Highlights, reels. I'm so... Nope, different than reels. Okay, but, y'all know anything but I, about- I do this as a reel, which is what LaShawn told me I need to be doing. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, I was just going to say, because if you did all that, but then put them in one of those highlights things, it would live on, but yeah. you could tag everybody so they could then drive mm. people over. But if you were releasing all of them one at a time, then maybe it would suck some people in for good yes. marketing so mojo. Also, your stories are supposed to actually tell a story and keep people wanting to come back for more and not just be random reposting political (laughs) quotes like mine is. So that's that's a great idea. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think it would be. I love it. Thanks, Anami. Sit down and do that myself. Yeah. Now I just have to figure out how to make these stories. That's my old lady. I don't know how to use Instagram voice. (laughs) Amazing. Cool. Well, I know the other thing, obviously, that I'm working on right now, (laughs) perhaps a little bit past the due date, is my TFN talk. Are you guys both done with yours at this point? I am. I have a very detailed outline and know exactly what I'm going to say. I'm just in the process of turning that into a slideshow. Yeah, that's I haven't recorded mine yet because I have a haircut schedule. So I figured I'd record it after that. That's probably a good idea. I haven't had my haircut since last year before TFN. That's crazy. I have, but I also still badly need a haircut. So cool. Yeah. I haven't made my slide deck yet, but my, my talk is now officially done. I'm excited, but I'm most excited to have Kate Thompson finally give a talk for TFN. It's going to be cold. I'm excited too. And I, it's like a win-win for me because I don't have to actually stand up in front of a crowd and do it in person. (laughs) You're dipping your toe in the water. It's perfect. I know little baby steps over here. I love it. So tell me, tell us, I know what your talk is about, but tell us again what it's about. Yeah. My talk is going to be about creating boundaries in your life when you are your business. So sort of the idea of like, when we all first start our business, it's like this kind of snowball effect of, you know, you maybe start small, but before you know it, you're doing all these different roles. Like you're your own social media manager and your accountant and your bookkeeper and your marketing person and the newsletter writer and all the things. And so before it's very easy to quickly become totally overwhelmed with all the things you have to do. And about a year ago, I just started, started chipping away at building out these classes related to outsourcing, but everything that happened in the last year has sort of made me feel like it's 
more about just bringing awareness to what you want to be doing and don't don't want to be doing. So my whole talk is sort of an exercise in becoming more self-aware as a business owner. And I have learned a lot about myself in the last year and what sort of my like warning lights are and guardrails are when it comes to like things getting out of alignment. So I have several exercises in my talk about sort of keeping yourself in check in those ways. But the general outline of my talk is kind of identifying where you are now with your boundaries and where you want to be, how to kind of get started and implement those boundaries and then sustain them. So, you know, kind of at a good time, I guess, at the beginning of the year, we're all like setting these goals, but we all know like life happens and things keep moving and it's really hard to kind of sustain those goals that you hold for yourself. So it's not really a talk about like productivity and being more efficient. It's very much about creating patterns and habits in your life that encourage lifelong learning and being a sort of a more wholesome person instead of sort of losing yourself in these hamster wheels of tasks in your business. So so what's that? I'm so excited about your talk. I feel like we have covered so many things at TFN over the years and we've like somehow had this diverse lineup of talks and topics that somehow relate to family photography but I and maybe I'm just forgetting but I don't feel like we really honed in on this much and I feel like we are this year and I think that's that's such a good year for it yeah it's a little bit of self-care a little bit of like burnout avoidance yeah Um, but you know there's a little business in there too so I'm excited about it I've had a lot of fun writing it that's awesome I also just feel I mean you know to your point it's like it couldn't be a better year for it it's probably also kind of a chicken and egg thing like this year the past year has really given I think all of us a chance to see things business and otherwise in sort of their naked selves you know what I mean I feel like we've all had to come to terms with certain things about who we are and what we want but you know so many to your point Kate so many people get into business, especially photography, where you can kind of start a business on a little bit of a whim and they think, oh, this is going to be great. I can do this in a relatively small portion of my life, right? Like it could be just a side hustle and it's so hard to keep it reined in. Like it's so quickly turns into something that will fill every nook and cranny that you let it fill. Totally. Um, Yeah. And it's, Go ahead. It's really hard to, I mean, I feel like the heart, the biggest challenge is knowing that you don't have to do all those things Yeah, because it's, it's sort of about tuning out and curating the voices in your life saying, Oh, you need this. You need this. You need to do this. You know, it's just so easy to fall into, Oh God, I need that software and this software and I need to do this newsletter. And, you know, it, you don't have to do all those things. And, and the only way to know what you actually need and want to do is to just look really closely at why you're doing your business to begin with. Mm -hmm. So awesome. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Bozy, tell us about your talk. Well, it's going to be a fun day because my talk is the same day as Kate's. Not that 
people have to watch them as they air, but as well as Abby Rose Wilson's, whose talk is going to align with Kate's really well. And we can talk about that. My talk is called Love Will Keep Us Together. And I created it after multiple requests from our community to talk more about how I have cultivated the fiercely loyal client base that I have. I've been in business for 13 years and I have some clients who I've been photographing for a decade or more and, and I'm friends with them now and they're important relationships to me beyond just business, but keeping those, you know, I still manage to run my business like a, you know, a tight ship and I don't give up that role of being in charge so it's kind of, I say I like to dance along the glittery path between business owner and friend or something like that. I can't remember how I put it, but yeah, I'm going to talk all about the ways I nurture those relationships and without giving up the business end of things. Yeah. And then the same day, Abby Rose's talk is going to drop and Abby Rose Wilson is in Canada and is a single mom who has a brain injury and neurodivergency and has to, her, her talk is called a photographer, a business and a baby. And the baby part, she very clearly states in the beginning is could be anything, whatever your family is, or, you know, your partner, whatever, whoever your people are. But it's she talks a lot about showing up for yourself and prioritizing that and how to stay inspired for your clients and how she schedules different, you know, parts of her life. And she talked a little bit about boundaries, but she knew Kate was going to talk about that. So it, it just is a, I, I've already watched her talk because we have that luxury <laughs> being the people putting this together and I think it's really going to hit home for a lot of people who she really just says she kind of breaks down the myth of work-life balance and redefines it and it's really great I'm excited for our community to see it I'm excited I mean I feel like we've got every year I'm excited this year I think we're all disappointed to a certain degree about the fact that we're all still still at home and will be at home but but it's been you know it's given us the opportunity to do some new stuff and try some new stuff including just the number of keynote talks that we're able to include like I'm excited about so much of the good stuff and you know whereas in the past we've done live shoots now we've got a handful of people who are doing recorded shoots that you're going to be able to watch and I don't know for me one of the big things is that like when we're at the family narrative especially given that we're running it I always feel like I've got one ear open to hear what people are saying but I'm also just there's a thousand other things going on in my head at the time like the fact that these are all that that we get to watch them and then watch them again and then come back to them when we have a thought about them later or when they become more relevant like that it's cool I feel like in the future when we do get to get back together in person we're gonna have to figure out how to 
perhaps incorporate some of the cool things that we're doing this year. Yeah, sure. I'm also I'm, really excited that the price point of our conference this year is yeah, hopefully more accessible for some folks who may not have been able to attend an in-person. Like oh, our community is going to grow in a really like new dynamic way. Yeah, for sure. Hang on, guys. I have a quick message for you. Did you know that This Can't Be That Hard isn't the only podcast I host? Each month, my marketing director, Dana, and I team up to bring you a fresh injection of marketing ideas and inspiration on our other podcast called The Consistency Club. The podcast is free and available to any photographer looking to uplevel their marketing game, or you can take it one step further and join The Consistency Club, where you get the extended version of the podcast along with monthly email and social media templates, bonus trainings, and special access to the live marketing events we host twice a year. If you're interested in tuning in, you can search for and subscribe to The Consistency Club wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to join us in the membership, you can visit go.thiscantbethathard.com slash club to sign up. I'm real excited about that too. And I'm already mentally planning all kinds of in-person retreats because <laughs> if I don't, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> Oh, I know. Yeah, well, Cozy, that other day when I got the email from, I guess, the hotel we've stayed at in um, New Orleans for two years of our workshop is part of a family of hotels that are all really fun and beautiful and in different locations around. And I got some serious wanderlust and excitement for future in-person TFNs. Oh, my God. Remember? <laughs> what? I said, remember hotels. Yeah. Remember <laughs> hugging people? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. What else? Yeah, we have some really awesome talks this year. I, I have to say, I'm, I'm very excited about a lot of our talks, but I think I'm extra excited about Lindsay Witherspoon's talk because oh God, I've been following, I mean, the documentary photographer side of me is just beyond excited to yeah. hear. Lindsay's amazing. Uh, yeah. Just, I love this idea of like empathy between you and your collaborator and photography, not being this, oh, I'm coming into a situation and taking something, but it's sort of this dynamic back and forth relationship. And I'm excited to hear more about that subject specifically. Yeah. From a business side, I am super psyched about Coley's talk. Obviously she's been like a big part of my podcast and my community as well, but she's just such a powerhouse when it comes to organization. And, and so I'm excited to see what she has put together. And then did you guys hear my interview with Erica Benson, the other? No, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. She's so fun. We talked for at least 45 minutes past when we stopped, stopped recording. (laughs) And it was one of those where I was like, damn it. I should yeah. hit the stop button. Like it was so good. And so I'm, yeah, she's got such great energy and so much, you know, good stuff to say about branding. And so that's one of those where I'm like, damn it, we're not going to be in a hotel with this I person know. all weekend. But yeah, I know who's to say that won't happen in the future. Her talk is going to be great though. I'm real excited. 
I'm also excited about, you know, we've always done with the family narrative, the, you know, the teachers have always provided these handouts for people to take home. But the fact that this year, in addition to handouts that you get to take with you, the, the fact that we're doing these small group breakouts after most of the talks where you actually get together with an assigned small group and work on, like each of the teachers has provided a specific thing that you can work on in a group. I think that's gonna be, I think I'm just really missing that kind of collaboration. And I feel like yeah. that's gonna be super valuable. Well, I feel like those small group breakouts are one of those things we do at TFN that um, are unique to us. And I'm really glad we're finding ways to work those into the virtual, the virtual version. Yeah. yeah. I mean, community building has always been like at the forefront of our reasons for doing this. Right. So yeah. community in the time of COVID good stuff. Blech. Cool. Well, Posey, can you remind everybody where they can get all the info on the conference just in case they're not already signed up? Well, yeah. If you follow us on Instagram, it's all in our highlights and our link tree, but also our website, thefamilynarrative.com forward slash 2021 hyphen retreat is the page with all the info. We break down each talk, the schedule, who our teachers are, all of that is there. And you can buy a ticket there for the low, low price of $450. All of the stuff will be available forever and ever. So once you buy your ticket, you can watch that talk again and again. You don't have to be present the entire week. Yeah. And, and speaking of the news entire week, yeah, we're coming up. Are we down to, we're down to almost three weeks, right? Three weeks from Monday. So that, I mean, assuming you won't, yeah, it'll be less drop on Tuesday. Out. So it'll be less than yeah. three weeks. Ah, yikes. Yeah. yeah. I also think we're, we're sharing a whole lot more about like keynote subjects and descriptions and schedule than we have in years past. I think just because things are always in flux, but you know, I think, I don't know if anyone's interested having all the keynote descriptions on our website, I think is a great place to start and get, get inspired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The old appetite. I'm really excited. I mean, you kind of talked about this a little bit, but you know, we've had live sessions in the past, which is so fun to circle through how different photographers photograph people. But for this one, we have three or four different, I think three different photographers giving us behind the scenes footage of them at shoots and, and they're all different. We Stormy Solis photographed a family in Utah, you know, she does those emotive, super gorgeous landscapey. I'm not describing it. I'm sure how she would want it described, <laughs> but you know, she does those fine art portraits and yeah. she photographed this family in Moab. And it, I mean, the location alone is stunning, but then getting to watch her direct her family. And then Emmeline Berry, this is another thing I'm excited about this year. Like somehow with everything we've covered, we've never talked about inclusivity with regards to special needs children. And Emmeline is a visual impairment specialist. And in addition to being a photographer, and she takes us on 
a couple shoots with clients with different disabilities and how she navigates that. And that's what her whole talk is about. And I am so excited for that. And then Angela Duran's going to do a newborn lifestyle, newborn session, which will be really fun to watch. So yeah. And then we have Claire and Yasmina doing heart of home for us, which is like a dream come true. I mean, obviously they can't do the whole weekend's worth of workshop in one hour, but they have condensed it into an incredibly informative, helpful talk. I think people are going to love. And I just want to mention one more talk that I'm super excited about, which is Lucy Baber's talk. Oh, yeah. Mostly because I just, I have a hunch that she is one of those people who I'm going to be friends with in the future, just based on how, I don't know, she's one of those teachers who we talked to on the phone and I just felt like she got it like immediately. She was just such a, had such like a vision of her and just a sense of presence that I really appreciated. And yeah, I love, I love that she's going to be talk about, talking about like fiercely protecting your time, which is, I think, really awesome. She just seems like she's going to dig deep and I, I like it. You guys always yeah. get these juicy topics. I'm like, woohoo, email marketing. <laughs> oh, come on. Your talk is going to be so good. And you're so good at that stuff. It's really funny that you said that because when we were talking about topics for our classes a while ago, and you were like telling us about yours, I was like, God, Anami always nails it with the like really informative helpful. And I always feel like I'm just like here for the fluff. And I know that's not true, but well, I think it's good to have balance. Well, the part about you is true, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you make it funny. Oh yeah. No, I know. I had yeah. to, did I tell you guys that I'm changing my title from the email engine to love sex and email marketing? <laughs> oh my God. I think you just beat the horny donkey. Was that <laughs> it? Yes. Uh, yeah, well, I have, uh, I have a, I have a TFN, uh, record to, to, yeah. So that's awesome. I also think from an attendee's perspective there, it's good to mix it up. I mean, there's going to be talks that are going to be much more about oh, just totally. listening to it and absorbing it. And then there's going to be talks like anime yours and probably Coley's where everyone is furiously note-taking <laughs> and pausing and going back and re-listening because yeah. it's just so business content heavy in a great way. Yeah. Those um, if every talk like was like that, it would be, it would be uh, keep up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, I'm actually, one thing that's nice about this year, we've always had our conference in March and I feel like the fact that it's in February this year and at the beginning of February yeah. will actually give people more time to implement the things that they want to implement before like, busy yeah the busy starts back in because March always feels like TFN ends we get home and then like very quickly life kind of takes back over but maybe this year it'll be a little bit easier agreed cool well guys I know that we all have other stuff we need to get back to but like I said thank you so much for taking the time to come and hang out on the podcast with me it's always good to to have you here Thanks for having us. All right. Well, good. Have a great day and I will talk to you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for this week's episode of This Can't Be That Hard. I'll be back same time, same place next week. In the meantime, you can find more information about this episode along with all the relevant links, notes, and downloads at thiscan'tbethathard.com slash learn. If you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button. Even better, 
share the love by leaving a review in iTunes. And as always, thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic week.